When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. I had not checked the Twitters, but um, they're active and good. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, brought to you by the amazing breakfast sandwiches at Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt in the Market Cafe. But don't forget, Fleetway Market opened up in Clinton last week. That's right. Well over 20 locations in the state of Mississippi. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. Don't forget about their smoked meats, breakfast sandwiches, all at Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I've got Jason with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Jason still believes in his Ole Miss Rebels. Jason, do you still believe? Let's do this. Come on. Turn it around against LSU. Second in the West. We can make it happen. I, I think we got a shot here. Yeah, I think you got a shot against <laughs> LSU. I mean, I think so. I think he'll come back. You know, now I will say this. Lane gets up for that game. You know, Lane puts everything into Bama. Um, so it'll take some work. But I, I do think that it's... Uh, I think it's doable. Five it's hard to get 18 and 23-year-olds do that twice. Yeah, I mean they can do it again in a week or two, but uh, hey, man, if y'all if y'all do that and and play your tails off and pull out the victory, then knowing that you got Vanderbilt and Arkansas at home, you could still salvage a, a pretty good season and get some people back going. It's it's a tough time right now. You got people melting down on Twitter, really people focusing on the nine million. Plus dollar salary, which you knew yeah. was going to happen as soon as no you doubt. Know, yeah, something <laughs> like this happened. Um, 
But even Lane, I want to drop that again. You could tell in Lane's tone and in his voice, he's not dumb. He had watched the tape. He had watched the film. He knew this wasn't Alabama with Tua. Alabama with Bryce Young. Alabama with Jalen Hurts. Or even Alabama with Mac Jones. He knew it. And, or without Will Anderson among many, many other defensive studs, right? Deron Payne. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Um, so he... It, it was a... <laughs> It was a wasted opportunity, but it was still going to be a tough, tough hill and mountain to climb. Did you believe right before the game y'all were winning? Just out of curiosity. Right before, I, you know what I did? I, I let myself get confident. I let myself look at all these Twitter feeds and, and see all the, the stats like Ole Miss is doing this and Alabama hasn't been this bad and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait a second. Wait, now, I didn't, I didn't put money on Ole Miss. I threw Bama in my parlay, which... Didn't hit anyway, but I was like, you know what? I think Ole Miss could. Well, Bama covered. Yeah, Bama covered. Okay. Uh, but the the rest of the parlay was shot. I, oh, I took, oh, got it. Got I it, took got Colorado it, got it. plus 21 and a half. And yeah, I was that like, was oh. a bad pick for me on show me the money. That was a joke. I, I totally missed on that. I did. But I did. they gave me that half. They gave me that 21 and a half. And I was like, okay, so maybe they, they covered by 21. Didn't happen, but no. I mean, I was I was a little confident, but I let Ole Miss do it. No, every but time. did you did you believe you were going to win? No, I didn't think we were going to win. I thought we had a shot. Now I was more confident than I have been in a while. Okay, I thought we had a shot. Okay, but I did not think we were going to come out with the win, except for what I said on Friday, forty two thirty. That didn't happen. <laughs> the Rebs did not score forty two points. No, man. I mean, I I would have lost money if somebody would have said you only scored three points in the second, third, and fourth quarter. Yikes. Um, okay, let's let's drop the lane train interview talking about the disappointing loss to Bama. I'm not there yet. I mean, this was really discouraging to come in here. I really thought this was our shot to, to beat these guys. Um, just thought there were some things there we could do and didn't get them done today. So we'll worry about next week, I guess, later today. Yeah, he's really, really ticked. Sad boy lane. Yeah. I, I think that's the best way. Because to he just, he knows he has been there. He was in the program. He knows how much talent, how many difference makers they had when he was there. And then since he's left with uh, Mac Jones and Bryce and some other guys. And now, well, think about it. Think about all the wide receivers that they've had. They don't have it. Can you believe Ross Tucker, who was calling the game for CBS, said he's been talking to NFL scouts? And he's more of an NFL guy, by the way. Ross is. Yeah, yeah. Um, played in the NFL, overachiever. Played it like Columbia or something. And then made it in the NFL for six or seven years. Wait for the Bills? Line. Maybe. He may have. May have been one other Northeast team, but I can't remember. But anyway, Ross Tucker called the game. Uh, it was not... Brad Nessler and and Gary Danielson. I know y'all were sad. And I thought Ross did a really, really good job. And he said, talking to scouts, Alabama does not have an offensive skill player that will be drafted in the top 100. When does that happen? It hadn't. <laughs> it, it, it has not since 2000, whatever, eight. I don't remember who the first one was. Mark Ingram. 
Trent Richardson, Eddie Lacy, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Judy, Devontae Smith, Tua, Jalen. I mean, it just, the list goes on and on. Yeah. And there's even like, Jacobs, who didn't get the carries he wanted, who's out with the Raiders, uh, you know, or wherever. Um, it, it, uh, tight ends. It, it's just one after another. Yeah, there's like sixty you didn't mention. <laughs> like, right. That's the that's the crazy right. part. And they don't have one this hey, season. Well, but they don't have one, not one. Wow. And may not have one in the top one fifty. Of the NFL draft. No shot. Oh, what does that say about Saban? What does it say about their development? Because they're mm. signing four and five star players. This goes back to what I hit earlier. What? How did we get here? Ten people on the field. Ohio State, Notre Dame. How in the hell does that happen? I mean, Notre Dame has like 50 people on staff. What are you doing? I mean, you pay you pay your staff. You got all these assistant coaches, analysts, GAs, and in-house guys. How do you have 10 people on the field for the last two plays of the game against Ohio State with a timeout in between? And you're making $5 million this season. Well, and the <laughs> like, staff as a whole is making 12, 13, 14 million. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of payroll. What are people doing during the week? What are people doing on game day? I mean, what is the organizational structure? Who's supposed to be doing what, when, where, and how? Are people just walking up and down the sidelines and wearing cool golf shirts? I mean, what are we doing? I mean, I'm told everybody's burning the midnight oil. Well, what? And in what way, shape, or form? And is it because of the transfer portal? And because you have to be somewhere and you have to develop somewhere? And you have to figure out the chemistry and culture of that place where you're at. There are exceptions. Now, Mississippi State doesn't have, they didn't, they haven't danced in the portal, really. I mean, they've done a little bit. But that's 90% of the same team. So the impact, I mean, they didn't go out and get players. But they also need to raise money. Now, they, they spent money on retention. Will Rogers. Yeah. Tulu. Uh, Bookie. Um, Woody Marks. And and many others. Is it me or is Devontae Russell their defensive end, defensive lineman? I, I have to ask a question because, again, I don't know. There's all these smart people who cover, who are in sports media who do. I have a question. Does he look like he needs to be 10 pounds lighter? Hmm. I'm just 10, 12 pounds lighter. I mean, I know he's a good run stopper, but if you're going to come off the edge, you don't have twitchy athletes in Starkville and Oxford. I said that several weeks ago, and I know nothing. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. 
every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. Man, Coachman Dion goes back to back. Um, so they had to go to Oregon this weekend and got absolutely thrashed. I mean, Dan, did you see that pregame? Do we have that audio? Uh, there were a bunch of cuss words in that, wasn't it? Um, what I think the best line is, um, this game's not played in Hollywood. It's, it's played on grass. That was pretty good, wasn't it? And um, we're not about clicks. We're about wins or whatever. That, that was good. So, uh, but hey, Prime's ahead of schedule. And he's got the buzz going for Colorado. And now they were thoroughly beat and embarrassed um, by Oregon. Is Oregon for real? I don't know yet. I'm always skeptical with West Coast teams just because of the softness and how weak the... I know it's no longer going to be the Pac-12, but just how weak the Pac-12 North and South are. Although I like Michael Penix at Washington. And I like some of what I saw from Oregon and Southern Cal with Caleb Williams. I mean, we may have some... We may have finally lit a fire. 105.9 The Zone ESPN, powered by Independent Roofing Systems, the number one commercial and industrial roofing company in Mississippi. Independent Roofing Systems, roofing.ms. Jason, what do you have? Oh, we do have that locker room speech from, from Dan Lane. I want to make sure it's clean, 100%, before we play it. So, um, I don't want to jump the, the gun. Um, we're we're going to... Make, 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 make sure. Yeah, but he said, uh, you know, it's, they, they're going for clicks. We're going for wins. That's the. That, okay. <laughs> they're going for clicks. We're going for wins. 
this game isn't played in Hollywood. It's played on grass or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you could tell some people were tired of uh, all the Colorado and Coach Prime love. It's been good for the game of college football because it's brought people in that were not necessary. I don't mean the celebrities. I'm talking about just people. Okay. Uh, is Dion going to attract celebrities? Absolutely. That's great. But I'm talking about people who either don't follow college football or don't follow it until like the college football playoff. True. Yeah. Yeah. And he is ahead of schedule. And now they draw Southern Cal in Colorado this weekend. And Southern Cal is 4-0. I don't know how good they are, but we know that Caleb Williams is a really, really good player. Yeah, yeah. Could he go back-to-back? And Lincoln Riley is the coach for Southern Cal. He was at Oklahoma. Uh, could, could Lincoln Riley? Could Caleb Williams go back-to-back? Oh, yeah. Who is it? Archie Griffin? Ohio State's the only one that's I think so, yeah. Archie Griffin. Was, was that early 80s? No, it was in the 70s. Late 70s. Either late 60s or maybe mid. I think Woody Hayes was still coaching before he clotheslined somebody on the sideline. I'm pretty sure. Out of bounds, 105.9, the zone ESPN. So Southern Cal at Colorado. And LSU at Ole Miss. Six o'clock on ESPN. I will say this about celebrities. Um, you have to eye roll the overwhelming majority of them. Now, they were all gravitating to Colorado, right? And they got all hot and bothered and they flew in on their planes. Yeah. Whether it was net jets or their own plane. Good for them. And they got all excited. And, and I saw this. You, you see this in different sports or teams. So they're always going to be around the NFL, right? You, like, they're never going to go away. NFL well, of course, is huge. yeah, right. NBA, they're going to be around the NBA. Formula One, they're going to be around Formula One. Um, and, of course, the big golf. You're going to see some of at the Ryder Cup. They like that. But, yeah, yeah. But, here, but that's every other year. But here's the deal. One thing that I can tell you about celebrities, because I'll never forget going to Talladega. In 2004, and doing a show from Talladega, and then we had full access passes inside the deal, you know, in the uh, whatever they call it down, you know, I mean, the pit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was wild. I was even closer than you and I are to Earnhardt and and Gordon and Stewart and all those guys at that time. Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, Um, yeah. Here's and, and that was when NASCAR had become one of the cool sports. And all those planes that you can see the air, the Talladega airport from Talladega Speedway. And all those pretty planes had flown in to be a part of the deal. Man, as soon as the 08 bust came, gone. No more, really? So, and guess what? They'll leave Colorado. Now, if Dion puts it back together in a couple of weeks or next year, but celebrities are the first to get in. But if you're not winning, they're not interested. They'll cut bait in a heartbeat. Now, Dion's got such star power that you're going to see a lot of them, you know, around the Colorado program. And uh, and if he ever gets to a blue blood, watch out. Then yeah. it's really, 
it's really game on. Yeah. Now, I will say this about Colorado going to the Big 12. He may be the top recruiter by a million miles in that league. And so that could bode well for the whole path of least resistance as far as a college football playoff and yeah. a, an expanded college football playoff. Think about this. Prime could be in the college football playoff by next year. Here's why. They leave the Pac-12, so no Southern Cal, no Oregon, no Washington. Two, the Big 12. Texas is gone. Oklahoma's gone. Yeah. No elite recruiters. No top 15 recruiters. No top 20 recruiters in the Big 12. This could be a prime, see where I just went? Opportunity. (laughs) Nice. For Colorado and Dion in year one in the Big 12, because it's one, it's weak, and because his star power, he can go, he's going to go get another big group of transfers. Yeah. Players. They could win it. Uh, not national championship. Win the Big 12. Right. And easily grab one of the 12 spots in the expanded college football playoff. And if what he was saying about his son, how he's like, we're not sure if he's going to go to the draft because he doesn't want to be number two to Caleb Williams. If he has Shador back, that's even, I mean, there's your centerpiece. Yeah. Boy, he took some hits on Saturday, man. Oregon lit Shador Sanders up. He's never played that level of play in his life. Um, Not at Jackson State. No. Not against TCU. (laughs) Not against the down Nebraska program. Um, You know, Colorado State. And they were just outmanned and overmatched. So... Does that make uh, Oregon look that much better or Colorado look that much worse? That's year one in Colorado, man. I mean, we're sitting here talking about Hugh Freeze looking terrible on (laughs) Saturday at A&M and people want to run out Zach Arnett with with the turmoil and and tragedy and challenge that they've had to go through since December. Um, Prime... If I had to guess, he's going to be in the college football playoff next year. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, who's the best team? Oklahoma State? Uh, Utah going? Utah Utah is going to the Big 12. So that could be... They're, they're I mean, nasty and physical. Because Bartu said that they're going to be the best recruiter in the Big 12. They will. Now, Colorado will take them... Will, will leapfrog them. Yeah. The Stella Artois caller line, 601-707-3750. Your Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Insider, the Ole Miss Spirit. Coming up next, what's the temperature in the room with Lane Train? Now they're hosting LSU, 6 o'clock, ESPN. Line's only three. LSU is the favorite. Another winnable ball game for the Ole Miss Rebels. Jake Thompson will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. Easy go golf cars. Perfect for the neighborhood. Your farm. Your hunting camp. Easy go golf cars. You can find them at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. American made, Augusta, Georgia. That's right. Where they play the Masters every year. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. We're 1059 The Zone ESPN. Show is also brought to you by Bulldog Burger in uh, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, Startville, and Tupelo. Amazing burgers, great appetizers. And a great selection of craft beer, including Key City Beer out of Vicksburg, Mississippi. Key City Beer. Drink local. It is delicious. Jason and I like that Mexican lager from Key City. It's awesome. Their Oktoberfest is delicious, too. And that Mississippi Queen is just old reliable. I know. Like a great Blondale. I know. That's why whenever you ask me, you know, it's like, hey, you, you want to pour up a beer? Uh, what do I always say? Yes. Yes. It's a damn good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> we welcome in Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Insider, the Ole Miss Spirit, on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, Jake, what were you most surprised about from Saturday's game, Ole Miss and Bama? I think it was I, maybe a kind of a low-hanging fruit, but the halftime score. I don't think anybody saw 7-6. I mean, people may have expected a close score, but maybe not a score where each team's not put up double-digit points. I think that was, you know, the most surprising thing. And, the, you know, kind of the 1A or 1B to that is just whatever happened to Ole Miss, which has been a strong second-half team this year. And I know the competition is much different than what they had in Tuscaloosa, but they've managed to, you know, come out in the second half and be strong. And, and what happened this this past weekend was a team that looked like all its energy had gotten zapped, and when when Milrow kind of made those few big plays coming out of that on that first drive, coming out of halftime, it just seemed to to suck whatever was left out of them. And you know, I, this was their chance to do it, and they they didn't do it. I think just the whole game itself it was surprising as well. Instead of just pulling from one small thing, that you know, Alabama didn't look impressive to me in the first half. No. This is probably the best Ole Miss defense has played against, and this is probably the best team they've played against this year of the four. And this was the best that unit had played for two quarters. And, you know, they finally got Suntering Perkins to, to flash and, and was kind of the spy on Milrow and kept him in check in the first half. And, mm-hmm. and you know, he got that big 
pickoff in the in the end zone to kind of slow down momentum. That I think there was two bend but didn't break type drives by the defense, and then in the second half it just all kind of fell apart, went away, and they just got worn down. The defense did as the, you know the offense could barely struggle to stay out there for an average of three to four five plays a drive. It's that in the second half. I agree with I agree with that. Well done, laid it out, Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Insider, talking Ole Miss Bama. Um, close game for a while on Saturday, and then Alabama took control of the, their offensive line, took control of the game, and and put it away. I agree with Jake that Ole Miss's defense played fast and physical early, and gave Alabama some problems. Jake, I'm going to drop some audio. I know you were there, you and I, to uh, discuss it. This is Lane Train post game. I'm not there yet. I mean, this was really discouraging to come in here. I really thought this was our shot to, to beat these guys. Um, just thought there were some things there we could do and didn't get them done today. So we'll worry about next week, I guess, later today. Jake, you were there. Did you get the sense from tone and demeanor that um, he really knew that, you know, Bama's down and, and – he may not get another opportunity like this against Saban. Yeah, he he said it, and Dart even kind of went a step further after Kiffin when we talked to him and, and said, you know, our whole team felt this was our chance or our year to get him. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember the same line, but similar vein of what Kiffin said. And You know, what my takeaway from that is, yeah, I mean, and then they probably bought into that, and it just expounded that feeling at halftime with the score being 7-6. They were up 7-3 most of a half until that Alabama got that other field goal to get closer. And I'm sure that was the belief of, you know, we're kind of playing, they're kind of playing to our, our game, our speed. We're, we're in control. And then the wagon wheels just came off. And, you know, last November, Kiffin was just despondent. You could see it on his face. I mean, he if he had chose not to say one word in the press conference, then you would have known that one really got him. That one hurt him. And then we saw the, the trickle-down effect the rest of the regular season in the Texas Bowl. I saw a little bit of that this week in that, in that especially having a chance to beat him in Tuscaloosa, but not as bad. And so now the question is, and, and we'll talk to him here just a little bit this morning, you know, they harp so much on that loss affecting the rest of their season, kind of that start of that adversity that they didn't handle well is what they've harped on in the offseason in the spring and to us in camp. Now the question is, how does they handle that similar start of adversity with what they got coming up these next two weeks against two teams that look real good against each other uh, Saturday night in LSU and Arkansas? So they don't really have a chance to to kind of bounce back with a ULM game or something like that. This this adversity that they harped on that they're ready to kind of face this disco round is right here. So you know it was a little telling, but also a little like maybe they knew how to handle this a little bit better than a year ago. But of course that was. 10 minutes after a game and we've got sure. a lot more to go the rest of the season to see if that theory is even plausible. All right. Jake Thompson on the farm bureau insurance guest line. What, what are the options with the running game or do they have any? I mean, uh, Kiffin and I kind of saw it as well, but I, of course I'm sitting up in the press box and not a coach's mind, but Kiffin kind of said it twice Saturday. And then to us last night uh, as he started these Sunday media availabilities that he felt that was the best quench on it. Look, or run hard, run his best. Uh, you know, he wasn't really that 100% last week against Georgia Tech. He was a little bit obviously better this week. But I don't know what you do. This O-line that we've kind of talked about as returning, you know, I, I wasn't claiming they were all Americans, so to speak, but there was experience in return. But, you know, you've got a new coach there, and John Garrison, you made that switch in between the Egg Bowl and the Texas Bowl. 
but now they've had months and practices and time to, to kind of get that room together. And everybody has told us, you know, of course they're going to, that, that they like where things are when, and up front. But I don't know what it is with the run game. I mean, you couldn't get a run game going really against Mercer. You couldn't get it going against Tulane. You had flashes. Georgia Tech was the best, but it was really Jackson Dart. And you don't want your quarterback to be that, you know, he's not supposed to be that, you're your leading rusher. You've got the reigning SEC, you know, rushing king right behind him. But for some reason, Quinshawn just hasn't got it going. I don't know if it's sophomore slump. I don't know if it's he is hurt and he's just still young and trying to figure out how to compartmentalize that and play at the same time and not, you know, maybe not run as hard uh, into his lines. or not, You know, he's not really bouncing out much. He bounced out some Saturday and kind of made his own his own lane as he would last year, but he seems to be kind of sticking to whatever is called. He's running it and doesn't really isn't making changes if he doesn't see something there. So, you know, it, it has been puzzling, of course, you know, me, me included, I'm guilty. We hyped him up as, you know, getting a chance to be that rushing king a second straight year. And it, it hasn't really been there for him. And, you know, time will tell as now he's going to get consistent top tier defenses come moving forward till about late November so we'll see if he's able to adapt and adjust. But right now, I think it's just – I think they're going to have to keep kind of banging their head against the wall or just running, running, running until they break one and find some find some kind of rhythm there. What's the latest on Michael Trigg tied in? You know, until I was looking at snap counts last night, I didn't even know that he didn't take a snap. And I don't even think he took a snap on special teams unless I missed one somewhere in a punt or a kickoff. But – you know, that surprised me. I know pre-scoring was back, but he, you know, he made one good catch and he was kind of effective in blocking and stuff in the first half when, when the offense was, kind of, you know, chugging along a little bit better than it did the second half. But the fact they didn't use him at all was, you know, blew my mind. And I just didn't think it until I saw last night, you know, looking at the participation numbers. And so he's just been, he's just been a mystery in terms of the expectations and the return on the investment, so to speak. And, you know, I, I guess that's something we can ask, but we'll probably get the same kind of coach speak that we always get when we ask that kind of stuff. I don't think he was hurt. Nobody had any inkling that he was hurt. Uh, we saw him at practice last week. So, you know, I don't know if that was something they felt that pre-scoring was better against this defense and certain things. And Trick just, you know, still is trying to work on some of the blocking schemes or they just trusted pre-scoring more. We'll see what they do uh, come Saturday if they throw him out there against LSU. Hmm. All right, defensive side of the football. Played pretty well. I thought Pete Golding had a, you know, a heck of a game plan. And granted, Bama, you you were at the game, so you didn't hear this, Jake. But Ross Tucker, the color analyst for CBS, said that talking to NFL scouts, Alabama does not have a top 100 pick offensive skill player-wise in the draft, which is, you know, really Hard to wrap your brain around. It's kind of blasphemous at this point. You know, yeah. Compared to, to what Alabama's put out there. But but it was. It was it was a better, no doubt, it, it was a better defense. Golding had him going. What was your, you know, uh, Sunterine, uh, Sistrunk? I mean, you, you had some guys flying around. I guess you can build on that for LSU. Although, Jaden, yeah. LSU's got more pieces than Bama this year. But still, you can build on that, right? Yeah, there's a, you know, if there was a gold star to be given out, it would be golding in the defense. Just for they seem to be the the unit that was playing better 
for I'd say 75 to 80 percent of the game until that fourth quarter, and just got worn down because they were out there for so much of those last two quarters. But no, I think Golden knew, you know, you felt he would have a plan. I mean, he was just there last year, and everybody can say things change, staffs changes, but they're still the same guy at the top of the tree in Alabama, and Golding knows how he thinks, how he operates, and, and what he likes to do and not do. And, you know, I'm sure he knew that Milrow is not, you know, he isn't the guy. I mean, he's probably the guy now as with how he played. I'm sure he's the de facto starter moving forward. But they knew that that was an Alabama offense that had no identity. I mean, they for three games, it's the, it was the most kind of lost Alabama offense that probably any of us have seen in at least a decade. And Golding capitalized on that. He took advantage. Sunter and Perkins played like a man motivated. I mean, I know Alabama wanted him, and Golding has even said when we talked to him that he wanted to be where Perkins went, so there was a lot of, you know, package deal type talk around that. And so I, he, I know he wanted to use Perkins as much as he could if Perkins was effective, and he was. And they had a great game plan of trying to contain Milrow. I mean, he still got some runs in the first half and, and made some plays, but they had him kind of on his heels, so to speak, and then they just couldn't keep it going in the second half. But I think Golding had a tremendous game plan. And, you know, you get us, you know, for the next three games, you've got a similar style attack of a quarterback who's going to run probably more than he may pass, especially with Jaden Daniels, who's good at that. And then KJ Jefferson, you know, he's, he's liked to run wild on these Ole Miss defenses for the past two years. So I think you can build on it because you've got a similar style signal caller these next two weeks as well. Okay. What do you make of the criticism on Lane? I mean, Ole Miss fans are not happy. Um, I mean, they were an underdog. Uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily a blowout. Um, the first half was competitive. Second half, you know, Bama took control. Um, what do you make on the fact that Ole Miss fans are exasperated over a loss at Bama? I think they felt and probably bought in just like the players did and Kiffin did uh, that they felt this was the year they'd all I mean they'd all watch these first three Alabama games I think it probably didn't help obviously when Kiffin does what he's going to do and that doesn't he's going to do that wherever he is he's not doing that just because he's at Ole Miss being cute with the tweets and all that I mean that's that's what he does wherever he is and but they watched an Alabama team struggle in Tampa and be 3-3 at halftime and then only basically be 10-3 for most of the game against South Florida until they got that score and they would look in their lips and, you know, saw that that was a gettable game. And you saw Ole Miss was having success, now, you know, against their non-conference foes handily at times. So I think everybody just kind of got bought into it. And, you know, it's all – everybody enjoys the tweets and the quips and the sound bites to us and the coaches show and ESPN, whoever else he does interviews with. But then when the kickoff comes, you got to get the results. And this was one of those – you know, everybody kind of argues signature wins matter. No, You know, any win, you know, he just needs to win any game. But I think these SEC games are signature wins that he just doesn't have. That Tennessee game a couple of years ago was good, but that was a couple of years ago. You can't just say, oh, well, I've gotten one in three or four years. They want him to be like the Saban. They want him to be, you know, these consistently winning coaches, Kirby Smarts, where those are, those are just another Saturday. Those aren't, a, oh, we got a win we haven't gotten in four or five years. And so when the results don't come, Everybody goes back, and I guess as as we say in this era, the receipts are brought out, and you say, well, you said all this, did all this, and then you go out there and you lose. Now, I, you know, I'm not completely offended by how they played or what their how it went. They held Alabama sure. for points, 
I mean, there's most games where Ole Miss couldn't hold Alabama to 24 points in a quarter at times. So, I mean, I think there's positives, but, you know, it's knee-jerk, it's fans, it's passion. We'll see how the week goes. It got a little bit better, uh, you know, as the day went on yesterday and everybody kind of just watched the NFL and went about their, their normal routines and weren't sitting there glued to, to Ole Miss 24-7 <laughs> like you are on Saturdays. Yeah, I got you. So no. we'll see. But I, I will see if he keeps it up. And he doesn't really talk much. You know, I don't think he has that rapport with Brian Kelly, so maybe it's dialed down a little bit this week, but we'll find out in a couple hours. Okay. Um, do you go to the do you go to Lane Kiffin's coaching show? Uh I have tried to, but he does it at Bure and it, it gets packed quick there. So I usually just listen on the radio or they stream it as well to watch. So I usually just watch it at home. Okay. I, I would think so. Um is is he pretty engaging there at Bure? He's, he's you know, I I think he just, I don't, you know, his personality, and I'm, try, I'm not trying to psychoanalyze, but I've tried to think about this for years. I think there's certain things he just gets uncomfortable with. Doesn't hate them, just like we all do. We, we do something, and it may not be our type of environment. Sure. Where where he he zooms with us via, you know, last night it wasn't a video aspect. We were just, it's like a teleconference, which is the local media. And it was 10 minutes of him being much more talkative, much more open than he normally is. Uh, so I think there's just certain environments that maybe aren't his cup of tea. And he opens up, you know, uh, David Kellum does a great job of kind of getting him to open up and he loosens up throughout the night. But it is uh, at the start, I think he's just kind of, especially now, you know, after a loss, it may not be the most fun, but he seems to, to take it. And, you know, you don't really get a lot of meat and potatoes. You just get a lot of, you know, stuff to just make everybody kind of laugh if for an hour at the restaurant. But it, uh, he doesn't hate them. I just think he they're not his thing all the time huh boo thursday night link yeah that uh, packed house that does not sound like something lane likes no doubt all right um is it too early for a prediction from you is Ole Miss gonna win this game what do you think you feel good about uh, it you feel okay you don't feel good where where are we right now jake thompson from a professional standpoint, I wish that Arkansas LSU game would have been at a slot that I could have watched it because it looks like it was interesting on both sides. So I didn't really get to see it. And so I'd probably have a prediction, but I see Vegas is keeping it close at the moment, closer than I kind of expected. People were kind of, you know, shocked that the Tigers were favored. I expected them to be favored no matter what, even if on this one Saturday, just because I think there is, they, they, them and Bama are kind of the top in the West now. Uh, I think it'll be close. It helps. Obviously, Ole Miss has them at home. They seem to play better with against LSU at home, so that's in their back pocket. Now we'll see how motivated this team is throughout the week. But I think it's—I either say it's going to be close, or I'm a you know, or it's going to be bad the other way. I don't know if Ole Miss can pull away and control it all the way. It may be a close game. Okay. All right, Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Spirit on Three Sports, joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance. Guest line. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Okay, man. Well, he was in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I bet that Boo Ray coaches show for Lane is exactly what he doesn't want to do. Um, just because that's not his thing. Is uh, quick witted as he is on Twitter. Yeah, he's got time to kind of construct his tweet, figure out what he wants to do. Um. But see, Twitter isn't as cute to Ole Miss fans like you, Jason, when you're not winning. Right. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> yeah. And so, 
you know, it was that that two year run where he won both Egg Bowls, went ten and two, beat LSU and A and M that year. Mm-hmm. Was you know it didn't matter whatever he tweeted was was fun and hip and cool and you know all that stuff for for Ole Miss fans, and then now. We've got people on our text line, Ole Miss fans, who are like, I'm done. I'm tired of the Twitter. I'm I'm tired of all that. You know, let's get focused and win games. Not that if you tweet six times in a week, it's taken away from your film study. But that's that's how it that's how it works. Yeah. Now if he wins yeah. this weekend, he can tweet all day on Sunday. And y'all will love it, right? You'll well, bathe in it. I mean if just the the biggest just part would be the lather win. up, you know. Woo! Lane's tweeting again. We won, <laughs> you know, right? Well, I mean, it'd be a it'd be a great win. That's probably one of the top three wins that you can get in the SEC right oh, now. Oh, yeah, no question. So LSU's uh, a good team. I don't know, I don't know who's great, but yeah, LSU. Yeah. You, you are right. LSU's a good football team. Yeah, but I don't. I mean. We'll we'll be happier about the win. Maybe the 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 tweets are kind of cute every now and then. You know, it's funny when he he'll kind of connect with like Hasbula is that that small little Russian guy that everybody loves on social media that he's trying to get to come to Ole Miss for one of the games. Uh, so like, of course, he, so he's got to have another celebrity come into the fold. Of course, to make you feel awesome. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get I didn't Katie Perry. I don't even know who that is. You don't you don't know who Hasbula is? No. Wow, he uh he erupted on the scene maybe a year ago. Okay. Is and, he a uh, comedian? No, he's just like a is basically like a personality. He's a small little Russian guy. He's got like a a disorder that makes him he's like 20 years old but he's like maybe 2 feet tall. Okay. Um and but he went viral for like every time he would meet like a MMA person, like a big fighter, he uh, would like try to punch him. I stuff. got it. So Lane tried to get him to come to Oxford for one of the games. He he's buddies with Dana White. They've had some, uh, yeah, it's kind of, kind of. So okay. they're, they're like, they've had a back and forth and you know, it's kind of like the whole Katy Perry thing. When Lane was like, Katy, please come back to Ole Miss. Yeah, for she the didn't even know where college Ole Miss game was. Day. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, it, was it great to have her there? That was awesome. But yeah. You know, I don't think it's... We got to win some more if we want to get another celebrity. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's all about getting another celebrity. Well, I mean, it just, you know, it stirs the buzz. That's what it does. I mean, people talk about, especially after Ole Miss did beat Bama that time that Katy Perry went, that just shot, that shot that whole experience through the roof. (laughs) Man, that was beautiful. Thank you. Of course, Um, of course. Uh... This is great. Say his name again. Hezbula? Hezbula. Hezbula. H-A-S-B-U-L-L-A. So he's a social media star. Pretty much, yeah. Like he, okay. it's just like he's like small, cute, and funny. Okay. And, you know, okay. does, does interviews and stuff. Uh, and Mr. DX says maybe Katy Perry can come back. Yeah. She has no idea where Oxford is. Um, But this is, this is good. All right. Well, are you going? Uh, I will not be there. No, I I don't think so. I don't have a place to stay up there anymore. Hold on, because how how can we be? Let, let, how much time? I don't have enough time. All right, <laughs> how, how can we be a fan? Because I'm a fan. How can we be a fan and not go to the to the game? Well, I don't I don't have a place to stay up there anymore. You know, it's it's a five o'clock game, and you know I'd be driving back. And, oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. 
But get just, out of there at eight thirty, maybe. Yeah, get back. Get home at eleven. Well, probably get out of there more, closer to nine. Yeah, traffic and everything. At, oh, and Highway Six is a bear. Fifty-five that late at night. Yeah, and then, doesn't sound fun. You got to have a sober driver, of course. Um, so that puts you at the house maybe at midnight. Yeah, I'm not doing that. And then but you, you should. You're young. <laughs> All right. Is William Faulkner available? That's on the Ag Up Equipment text line. That is phenomenal. The Ag Up Equipment John Deere tractor text line. Well, the meltdown Monday is over. We went hardcore football today. Hardcore. We're going to start talking booze and food. Grill. You know, all that stuff. Now we're talking. Yeah. That was way, way too hardcore football. But the SEC Insider hit at 7.30 was pretty damn good. You can check it out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. I hope you have a good Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary dw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.